today I have my friend Gavin, who is a pastor at Bridgetown Church, the church that planted Van City. Um, Gavin and I have been friends for many years now. How long has it been? Years. Years and years. We've Yeah, years. And we uh, worked together many years ago at a college uh, gathering at Bridgetown Church called The Bridge. That's right. Um, and have been involved either in overlapping projects or directly collaborating on things for years since then. And Gavin is a, a guy I know who takes the practices of Jesus very seriously and the ones that come naturally and that he really enjoys and the ones that he doesn't as well. In fact, when I asked Gavin if he would be willing to come on the daily office and talk about um, what practices have been beneficial during this, uh, the whole isolation and social distancing thing, um, he mentioned a few via text, and one of them he put in parentheses, which I hate, or he said something like, which is really hard for me or something like that. And I said, perfect, uh, because uh, what's encouraging to me is hearing about people who are practicing things that they feel like are, or they recognize rather are good for them, even if they're hard or uncomfortable, and the things that are deeply comforting that come really easily and that are uh, beneficial on a superficial level, like immediately beneficial. So I don't mean to set you up with too much, Gavin. Now you have a lot to live up to. <laughs> yeah, wow. Jeez. But I did want to ask you, so now that we can't do church gatherings the normal way, we can't do community gatherings the normal way, huge important things and vitality and discipleship to Jesus are restricted uh, for, for us for the time being. What have you found to be helpful, grounding, like to you know, continue in spiritual formation and faithfulness to Jesus during all this? Yeah, that's a great question. And uh, I think the first thing for me, it starts in the morning. Uh, you know, the, the image that I've been using as I've been talking with people is it's as if like, you know, this was not a part of my story. My dad was great. We went camping every now and then, but we never did the fishing thing. Uh, you know, when you like go fishing on a lake and you get up real early in the morning, you know, before the sun and uh, you get out and you look at the lake and it's just like pristine and just like totally flat and you can see through it and you can see like not just into it, but like onto it and like the reflection of the sky and all that around you. And then like the boaters and the fisher people all get out there and they muddle it up and all of a sudden the ripples are going and you can no longer see through it or um, the sky as you look into it. And like, that's kind of for me what the space of like, uh, morning time with Jesus before I look at my phone or my computer or my iPad or anything like that. Uh, it's that space where I'm, my mind and my, my spirit are, are kind of at rest along with my body. And it feels like the most fertile space for me to like have conversation with Jesus uh, when things aren't when there aren't those, those ripples in my life, you know, the second I look at, you know, I, I'm not perfect. So there are moments when I do look at my phone before I do anything else. And those are the moments I just don't, there's not a lot of connection with my morning uh, routine with Jesus. And I'm not a coffee guy, so I'm not going to, there's no weird like coffee rituals that, uh, that you are they weird. What, what the heck? I don't, you know, just when people are like, yeah, and then you get, you get your Kim X and then you <laughs> put your water to whatever degree you do and you just pour it over. It's just like, there's none of that for me. Um, it's just, but so my, my morning routine essentially looks like, you know, I'm talking to you while I'm in my bedroom right now. My um, chair is next to me. And when I get up in the morning, uh, I just sit in my chair and I do, I start with some centering prayer. Uh, you know, however long it ends up being that morning, 
uh, of just kind of breathing in and breathing out. And the idea of centering prayer is essentially getting your mind um, to rest and it's recentering everything, realigning everything in your body. Um, and by that, I mean, letting the spirit of God do that, inviting the spirit of God to do that. Um, usually through breath prayer, uh, which is this idea essentially of like a prayer you can pray in one breath. It's pretty self-explanatory. It's almost branded it there. Uh, and so for me, what I do is uh, as I breathe in, uh, I say or think the phrase I surrender. And as I breathe out, I say or think the phrase to love. And it's this idea that I want to orient my whole day starting in this moment around this concept of love, um, particularly this person called love God uh, for me. And uh, and so I'll do that for, for a while. Uh, and then I move into a time of reading scripture and praying scripture um, in the time of um, since we did that last scripture practice, I started actually working through going back to memorizing scripture. It's, it's a really important thing for me. It's one of those practices that I don't really enjoy all that much. But when I do it, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is really good because it's how you get God's word in you. It's how you like, you know, hide it in you, if you will, or whatever the language is in the scriptures. Uh, but I've been memorizing Galatians 5 right now. And so after I read, I read some Old Testament and then I do some kind of... Um, more interactive, slower reading through like a gospel story with Jesus. And then I go to kind of my memorization of Galatians five, do some, do some prayer stuff out of that. Uh, and then in this season, it's been really helpful. I've been ending my time in uh, kind of with Jesus each morning with poetry. And uh, that's been a really helpful thing for me. It's a reminder of creativity in the space where, um, and this is the part, this is what I was texting you about that. I'm like, I'm not good at this. So we can talk about that. But it's the idea of like being an embodied person. I'm very much an internal, my, my internal castle is enormous. And then, you know, I can shut down in an instant and people are like, where'd you go? And I'm just, you know, wandering around the halls of my interior space. And so to, to read poetry is kind of an embodied practice for me. Uh, right now I'm reading through uh, Mary Oliver's uh, book called Devotions, which is just kind of a conglomerate of a bunch of her poetry throughout the years. And I just read a, a poem. And for me, it's a reminder of uh, to be grateful, to like go from that place, grateful that people create things. Uh, and then there's an invitation of myself in the space of, you know, quarantine to be generative in the things that I'm doing. Yeah, that's great. So it, you're describing a handful of various things that have like come and gone. You mentioned memorization of something that you might have done before, but you're, it's not the most uh, immediately exciting thing, but you realize the benefit of it, so you've started doing that again. Different practices kind of come and go from your morning routine as your rule of life, as it were, kind of necessitate. Um, what would you say as an encouragement or a suggestion for the kind of folks who are like, that sounds wonderful, I don't disagree with your logic that the morning is the ideal time when the water is still, so to speak, but I don't do anything in the morning. And the idea of like reading poetry and centering prayer and breathing prayer and journaling and all that, that sounds like uh, unattainable to me. What's the, what's a baseline? Like try this tomorrow and begin there. Yeah, that's, that's great. I think the first thing that I would say is don't try to do it all at once and uh, experiment with something. So start small, make sure your goal is attainable. Make sure you're not going like, man, I'm going to go from nothing to like 30 minutes of prayer every morning. Probably don't do that. I, I found probably one of the most helpful things to do is to kind of, uh, if you will, like to prep it the night before. So like as I'm going to bed, 
some mornings I'll be like, or some nights I'll be like, I'm tomorrow morning. I want to read this story in the gospels. Uh, I think a great place to start would just like, not even just reading chapters, but reading like, you know, between the section titles in the the Bible. And there's like, you know, three or four stories per chapter. So I would get up in the morning. I'd start with John. I think that's a really great place to start. Um, And I would just say, Hey, tomorrow morning, wake up, read a section, you know, of John. It would take you 30 seconds and then pause Breathe in, breathe out, and ask the Spirit of God, would you let that now like move me into my life? Like, Would I live in this space the way that you would, Jesus, if you were here? Just nice and simple. Start small. Mm-hmm.